Evening guys, welcome to the latest episode of the Jim Bros Podcast with myself, Ginger Cunt and Josh. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about uh, prep mindset. Um, so on social media at the moment, there's a lot of stuff going on. It's coming to the end of like the season. There's a lot of people that have been prepping for a long time. British finals are coming up. So we thought we would talk about our own personal journeys that we've all gone through in the various stages of our life when we've we've stepped on stage or competed um, at various levels. It comes from Bryn, Bryn's idea to do this today, from the mind of Bryn. So, um, yeah. AKA Ginger Cunt. <laughs> we're going to start with Big you. Big Bryn, GC. So why don't you talk, so you, you're probably the one that's competed the most recent out of the three of us, unless you class the eating competition Josh was in the other week. The state, yeah. Um, so yeah, why yeah. Don't you start, you talk about, yeah. So, so obviously, everyone knows that my uh, sort is it, of competition, is it strongman, is it? strongman, is it? Yeah, it's strongman, cheers, cheers. okay, <sighs> right. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so basically, what we want to go through today is just, just sort of talking through sort of one, like how we start off, and we've got it sort of in our minds that, yeah, we're going to compete. Uh, then sort of us taking on that challenge, sort of start to finish, uh, the adversities that we go through, uh, the sort of training that we go through, the sacrifices that we give uh, and stuff like that. And we're just going to give our personal opinions on it uh, of what we've actually done, our little journeys. Uh, and then obviously once the video is out, obviously everyone can add to it. It'd be interesting to see what other people have gone through because the more uh, podcasts we're doing, we can start to see that a lot more people are engaging with us. A lot more people are, are getting into our DMs and a lot more people are giving us their, their views on the podcast and stuff like that. So it'd be very interesting to see what sort of uh, competition experiences and preps and stuff like that you guys have gone through. Uh, but with me, I accepted the, the challenge of just being an all-out strongman um, two, three years ago. And I started off at sort of a low level. Uh, didn't really have a clue what I was doing um but but just basically jumped in head first um to be honest the training was very difficult uh to start with just because it was really it was just heavy 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 all the time didn't really have a clue what i was doing until i sort of uh grabbed the coach as soon as the coach sort of took me under his wing started looking at competitions uh i realized that the main thing that i had to do was give up a lot of my time to, to be any good at the, the sport um, and with that obviously come sacrifices with family, friends um, I was always working here and stuff like that with you you obviously give me the opportunity where I could sort of balance that um, then leading up to competitions it got even more intense I was constantly eating constantly sort of whinging about life once I uh, of how stressful it is um, just plainly because if you want to get really good at a certain sport, mine being strongman uh, or even bodybuilding, you've just got to sacrifice everything. All your time's got to be invested in that sport to get anywhere. Um, and obviously, as soon as I've done certain comps low level, uh, the higher the comp as well, the more commitment that's got to go into it and the more money that's got to go into it. So you're not just looking at sort of the, the time frame with your family and friends, that sort of sacrifice. And you've got to sacrifice financially as well. And sometimes, obviously, if you're not uh, earning enough money on a full-time job and stuff like that, that's when the big hit comes in and that's stress. Obviously, if you're getting stressed, 
Um, you know, you're having this battle whether it's even worth it anymore. You know, if, for some people, like, for example, uh, sort of me, uh, quite a lot of other people that come to this gym that are trying to be pros and stuff like that, you know, I've, I've had conversations with them before where they are just genuinely like, I, I want this, I want this, but is it actually worth it because I'm losing that much? relationships um <laughs> financial you know I'm, I'm i'm struggling mentally and you do start to ask yourself if it's worth it if it is worth it i mean how did you start out when you when obviously i, I know you did the um forgive me the, is it the physique yeah so i did i just know that you looked awesome i didn't actually know what class it was yeah so i decided to so i'd always been into going to the gym and I, I trained first for fitness and then I then trained to put size on uh, for when I was a, a bouncer. I yeah. wanted to be bigger and heavier than what I was in order to do the job that I, that I was that I was chosen to do. Um, so I'd always been involved in going to the gym. And then I, I kind of thought, well, I haven't really done anything with it. I just go to the gym and mm. I kind of eat relatively healthy and this. And I, wanted, I wanted to challenge myself. I wanted to set myself a goal and challenge myself to see whether I could actually get on stage, get into this condition where I was on stage. Because a lot of people will go, you'll probably notice this, a lot of people go to the gym, the, the bodybuilders or whatever, but they'll never get on that stage. And I don't think you're a bodybuilder unless you really compete. Mm. You've got to compete because that's what a bodybuilder does. Otherwise, you're just a gym goer, really. You might want to put size on or whatever. Um, bodybuilding is different than any normal sport. So you can play football, but you don't necessarily need to be a, a professional. You can go and have a game of five-a-side, but you can't really, in my eyes, you can't really be a bodybuilder if you're not going to compete. You just go into the gym then and kind of building muscle. Yeah. So I wanted to set myself that personal challenge, um, and I did my first prep on my own. So I decided on what show I was going to do, I booked it, I paid for it, I worked out my time frames, how long I needed to get in shape, I worked out on my own diet, and I did it. And I was very lucky at the time as well that I was actually working for um, a company within the fitness industry. So they were very understanding about what I was doing in terms of being able to eat at certain times throughout the course of a day. If I'd have had a normal job, like say working in a call centre or something like that, you're not going to be able to eat every three hours because you, it doesn't allow you to do it. Or if yeah. you're out a DPD driver or bus driver, whatever, you can't just sit there whenever you need to at a three-hour interval. Mm -hmm. So I was very lucky that I was in that position and that enabled me to continue to work, to earn, to focus on being able to get my meals in. And then my training was done in an evening, but it was absolutely exhausting, absolutely exhausting it puts a strain on your um, your work yeah. because as your calories start to come down, um, you start to become fatigued, you'll lose your concentration. Um, as your body fat starts to drop as well, you become really cold, you can't get comfortable, you're not sleeping very well, which will then have a knock-on effect. Um, so these are the mental challenges that I think you need to be able to overcome. Um, the the 
prepping for a competition as well when I did so the first show I did myself and it was okay and I went and I got myself in good condition but I didn't go right to the extreme that I, that I wanted to whereas the second show that I did because I wanted to try it myself to see whether I enjoyed it to see whether I wanted to you know, like being up in front of everybody because again a lot of people can't even do that they'll go through the prep and then they'll get on stage and they're going I can't I can't walk out there I can't get there I can't get in front of all these people have all these eyes on me once I knew that I could do that, I then kind of got the bug and I was yeah. like, right, well, I don't want to just compete now. Mm-hmm. I want a trophy. I want to come away with something. <clears throat> and that's when I then hired a coach who was then, that enabled them to focus on my training and my nutrition. And all I had to do was follow it and focus on my training. At that position, I was actually running my own company. So again, I was in a very lucky position I could eat when I wanted. I'd quite often go and have a nap on the sofa that I had in the office, you know, midday, because I was tired and then carry on working. So I had that flexibility. I had a very supporting partner at the time as well. She understood what I was going through. She understood the sacrifices that we had to make. And it's really silly because you make things you kind of take for granted that you'll do with your partner, like going, like you'll go shopping somewhere and you'll grab a coffee. Can't do that. Yeah. I was prepped one point, I prepped over summer, so you get invited to barbecues and things like that. Can't go. Or you can go, but you have to take your own food with you. Yeah. Um, so you sacrifice, if you've got a partner, they have to be really understanding because you, you're sacrificing your time together as well. Yeah. And then they have to understand that, you know, your priority is eating, training, and sleeping, <clears throat> and working. And they then become a very low priority for, for 16 weeks. Um, and I think it's that taking it to the extreme. So when I competed, I got down to about 4% body fat and that in itself was dangerous. So like it hurt to get out of bed in the morning cause you have no fat pads on your feet. So you're taking my sleep was so yeah. bad because your body doesn't want to sleep when your body fat's that low, you're freezing cold all the time. None of your clothes fit you properly because you're just literally so lean um, so actually, although you look incredible, it can mess with your head. It can make you feel like you put a normal T-shirt on and you're like, fucking hell, it doesn't feel like dead small and stuff. So it can it can mess with your head as well. It can mess with your own mentality. Yeah. Um, and then, like, I believe that a lot of people will never, never get on stage because, again, that's the ultimate kind of hurdle that you've got over. There's a lot of people... <clears throat> that don't like to be the center of attention. Yeah. They don't like their eyes on them. They like going to the gym and they enjoy it and that's potentially their hobby. But then that fear factor, it's a very, I remember the very first show I did was really easy because the stage was really high and it was really dark and you couldn't see anyone. You couldn't see anyone. So it was dead easy. So it wasn't a simple look out in the crowd, picture. No, I couldn't, I couldn't see anyone. Yeah. Honestly, good, there yeah, was yeah. so, I knew people were there, Yeah, but because you couldn't see them, you can, it depends on, on your mentality. You can block them out. Yeah. So you think, oh, well, I'm just, go to my happy place. <laughs> and you go for your little routine. You don't, you're not making any eye contact. The second show that I did, mm. the stage was here. And the crowd was here in a wall of people and I could see every single person, every single person's eyes on me. Yeah. And I didn't like that. <laughs> I really didn't like that. Yeah. And it was well lit as well. So you could literally see everyone and you're there being judged. 
on how you look, yeah. which again is something that a lot of people have insecurities about their physique and you're putting yourself out there to be judged by strangers on whether you're good enough or not to come away with a with a trophy or a placing. So it's very, very tough mentally. It's draining physically. It will massively affect your sex life. It will affect your relationship. It will affect your work life. It will affect your social life while you go through the whole process. Yeah. Is it rewarding? I think it is because it shows that you are mentally tough to push through numerous obstacles and adversities in your life in order for you to achieve something that you really want. Whether you come away with a trophy or not, if you get up on that stage and you bring the best possible package that you can, that's an achievement to yourself. Because you've done that. You've had the yeah. drive, the determination, the focus yeah. to get yourself to that position. Yeah. If you've had a coach, they, they've, they're only encouraging you. Yeah. They're, only, they don't, they're not dragging you on stage or anything. You make that decision to do that. The coach is just there to enable you to to get you in the best possible package. So if you can do that, then it's really good. So it's all about men. For me, it was all about mental toughness and drive and proving to myself that I could actually do that. Yeah, because I think looking from the outside end, obviously being the strong man, not not sort of bodybuilding. Um, you know, one one thing that always gets thrown around is is mentality. You know, you know, well, what's tougher? Is is he bodybuilding? Is he strong man? Definitely in terms of training, it's strong man, hands down. No one can even uh, think you that. But I, I definitely think in terms of the side that's definitely more harder for you guys than the sort of strong man is, you are always being judged. You are literally like, oh, you know, his, his pecs don't look that good or he's not looking that full today or do you know what I mean? Like we even spoke about it before on the podcast where you're saying, you know, there'll be days where literally like you haven't had a carb so to someone else, you look really good, but in your head, you're stood there going, fucking hell, man, I want a carb, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, like you say, you're going to barbecues and you're like, I can't have this food, and I'm just sat there going, I'm a heavyweight, mate, I can do what I want, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I can literally do what I want. Oh, I want another cake? Yeah, no problem. Um, but I definitely think looking outside in, one, one thing that I, I definitely see is, there's unless you're at the top, you know this this sort of happens in every sport but i'm starting to see it a lot in bodybuilding unless you're at the top there's no financial gain there no it seems to be no. it's all you know personal gain you know you look at yourself you you respect yourself you respect what you've gained in the mirror like you're saying uh, you know a coach will only be there to advise you you're the one that's putting the grafting you're the one that's putting the hard and you're um, hard in grafting you're the one you know, that, that's waking up in the night and having to potentially eat or, or protein shake or whatever. You're the one that's having to chug all that water down and strip it. You're the one that's having to, you know, take them battles with the missus mm -hmm. or whatever because she's having a go and she's like, oh, I've got no time. And it's like, well, I did tell you. Stuff like that, you know, potentially you've got kids. Well, why can't you go off the couch, Dad? Well, I'm, I'm fucking drained, you know what I mean? I, I, I do understand them sort of aspect uh, aspects, but sort of, when you were going through your prep from sort of start to, to finish, because I've never experienced, and I, I, I want to one day, but sort of the bounce back, the blow up, you know, sort of after you've done your cut and you've competed and mm. then you're sort of filling up again. I want to experience that because mm -hmm. I've heard it's like, it's just out of this world. Mm -hmm. But sort of from start to finish, where do you think your hardest point was for you personally? So... For me, it was so the, the first show that I did 
I didn't do, I didn't have a coach. Right. So I didn't reverse diet. Right. So. Sorry, can you just explain that? To yeah. So basically what you should do is you've obviously been in a calorie deficit for so much. You've been depriving yourself of certain nutrients and this yeah. that, and the other. And, yeah. and your output has been massively increased against your, your calories coming in to get you. You basically dehydrate yourself for show day you drain all the water out of yourself in order to make you look as lean and as crispy as possible so it's actually a very very unhealthy process to go through and then what i did is i didn't reverse diet which is slowly start to introduce foods back into your diet right. trying to normalize things get your, yeah. your kind of balance of your body back increase your water so i didn't do that i just kind of went straight back into eating food um, and I ended up really ill afterwards, really, really ill. Yeah. Um, my immune system completely dropped. I ended up, because I competed and I was exhausted, which you are exhausted. And then say so I competed on the Saturday. I had the Sunday off. I came home and went back to work on the Monday. Tuesday, I flew to Switzerland on a business trip. I spent probably about 14 hours that day traveling not really eating food, planes, trains, taxis, not really sleeping right because then I had the next day I had meeting. So I had like a period of about four or five days after my show where I don't even know how I, what I was running on. Yeah. Like I can't remember a lot of that that trip when I try yeah. and recollect what was. I remember certain things when I look at pictures, but I can't remember a lot of what went on. And then when I came back, my immune system had dropped so low when I get um, stressed or run down, I develop like um, like little lumps in my eyes. Right. And one of these infected and my eye actually completely closed up and I've just ended up having to like cut it and taking antibiotics. It was really, I was really, really ill afterwards. Really, yeah. And that was my own lack of knowledge. Um, when I did it the second time, obviously I had a coach. So yeah. we then slowly started to introduce the calories. You change your training around a little bit. You start to increase your food, um, you're lowering your cardio, you're getting your, your levels back, making sure you're nice and hydrated again. Yeah. Um, so that's the way. So, yeah, it can be, it's something that you shouldn't neglect when people talk. Some people talk about that it became a bit of a buzzword for a long time, like deload week. Well, it's just having a rest. Yeah. Like reverse diet came a bit of a buzzword, but it is if you've taken your body to the absolute extreme. I'm sure you guys must have it. Yeah. Because in some way, because when you're <coughs> training and competing, you're wearing your central nervous system down because you're putting it under so much stress on yeah. that one particular day, you must have a period of recovery afterwards. So I suppose yours is more recovery after yeah. a strongman rather than the diet because you're yeah. not deprived yourself of food or nutrients. But what you've done is you've overloaded your central nervous system. You've taken it to the max and then yeah. probably pushed beyond it. So you guys must have some kind of protocol that you follow. Yeah, I think I think it works different with different people. Uh, with my coach, it was always data, data, data. Um, he's built up a massive plan of me over like the past sort of two to three years now working together where... At first, I just used to have a week off. Week off, walk, move about, stretch here, there, blah, blah, blah. And I would come into the competition feeling fresh, feeling amazing. You know, like where you just go to the, the gym that day and you could just do everything. That's how I wanted to feel. Whereas what he got me in the mindset of is movement is key. 
movement is recovery. Yeah. Uh, obviously, specific movements will recover you more, etc. And there's obviously other aspects to it as well. But the main thing, key, is movement. If you want to recover movement, so a deload for me would then be uh, pretty much cut your weight that you're using in half. You know, you've you've done all the hard work, as they say now. Now it's time to have fun, get in the gym, practice the movements, no weight, um, and just feel your way through. And then your body will actively recover. You know, you'll go into your competition and you'll be, you know, you'll have little bits of soreness maybe here and there, but they won't affect performance because you've yeah. spent that long drilling it. You know, your body knows how to adapt. It's a beautiful thing about the body. It's so intelligent and, and it literally does adapt to whatever training you're doing. So I, I found that eventually my last week would be, granted I'm completely pulling back on training, but you know three times a week I'm still in the gym, I'm still moving bits and bobs of weight, and mm. I'm still getting things firing, I'm still getting blood moving. So uh, then when I get to like three days before, then it's nothing. Three days before a comp, nothing, just walking, movement, making sure food, hydrations aren't on point. Uh, but yeah, that that's what uh, I found was key for me for the deload um but yeah anyway going on to going on to you anyway what 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 sort of uh, things did you come up with when uh, Canal. problems you had when you were obviously doing your because obviously you were doing a different competition mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah class, so yeah yeah totally different you class, were yeah. men's um, physique men's physique and then you were Classic. old man men's physique i was as well old, old man. man's men's master, oh yeah master, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. i was so, yeah it was an over 35 Older 35. So although you looped 25, you're Thank competing you. in over 35. I'm not giving you a job. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, God. I, st- I competed when I was in the army. My first time was when I was actually in the army. Oh, right. oh you were in the army? Yeah, I was actually in the oh, army right. at the time. I, I, oh, I was a fellow uh, veteran. Oh, hi, mate. Oh, hi, mate. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's an army thing, mate, you know. <laughs> Fucking ginger. I was infantry, you were... What were you, then? Better than you, that's what I was. <laughs> At the back. At the back. In the rear with the gear. That one. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Private joke. No. Um, so, yeah, I competed in the army, I did. Yeah. My first time was, yeah, it was uh, 2016. I can think I competed. Or 2017, one of them. Right. Um, yeah, I think, no, I think I started in 2016. Started in like the October, November. Yeah. Started with a coach. I went straight in for it. I knew some people that had already competed. And I was kind of like, do you sort of go in the gym a lot in the army and you're like, I was sort of getting into it and thinking, you know what, I enjoy this. Yeah. I had a couple of mates that had competed and I thought, maybe I might like that. Like, I mean, we'll get, um your take to put up photos and stuff like that but quickly just because obviously when people see them they'll be obviously amazed with what they see um oh, no problem okay. as well um but sort of what sort of shape were you in before you actually like you know that that aspect was, where you've just I had, I photos of it right okay, yeah i've got yeah. photos so the day i met my coach yeah i was 94 kilos okay looked like a like a rugby player okay you know just looked yeah. like not necessarily shapely yeah yeah just, stocky. I was just like stocky. I was just yeah, a yeah. stocky, like young army lad yeah. that looked like he'd been in a gym fumbling about for like six months. Okay. Um, then did my first show exactly twelve months later. Right. I did. Um, what did we do? Five month prep. Did five months. I think I did three three months till December. Just getting on eating food. Prop. Just get. Never had a plan before. Just getting on eating food. And then from January, he, he sort of started that kind of bulking process i think it ended up 
putting on like 13 kilos not muscle like fat water all the rest of it mm. just like a big balloon and then we had to take all that off um first prep wasn't i don't know it wasn't too bad i've had like i'll talk about worse preps but like mm. the first prep was like there was excitement there there was like fucking i'm gonna compete now i'm gonna i'm gonna step on stage I'm gonna, like it was just excitement it was engrossing myself in all the work and whilst getting on parade 8 30 in the morning and Wells go for lunch and doing all this and doing all the my duties that I had to do when I was in the army. But I was quite fortunate. But I was I was cooking out of a buddy. Do you know the utility room? That yeah, you yeah, have? yeah, yeah. Little two plug it at a hot. Yeah, you plug it in the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I yeah. I did. It. I, honestly, my first prep <coughs> was the hardest in terms of utilities. Yeah. But it was the easiest in terms of like mentality. Mm. I don't know. I, I have no idea why. I was I was in the shittiest gym I've ever been in. No offense to commercial gyms, but I was in a commercial gym and we all like there wasn't this bespoke kit that you've got a fucking fantastic mm. facility there wasn't any of this bespoke mm. kit i was in a okay facility i was getting up in the morning and i was going on to the gym the the, the camp gym for just for doing my walking or whatever yeah. get my steps in and then i'd eat my breakfast go on parade do my fizz teach do whatever i need to do and then knock off at like half two three o'clock mm. and then that, that'd be gym then straight away and like it was just like this amazing like routine that i had mm -hmm. and it was just r r like full robotic mode i wasn't i was conscious that i was changing my body was adapting i was changing and stuff but i was like this is fucking mint this is mm. come back every couple of weeks and i go see my coach up in wigan it was um and yeah it, 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 there was tough bits like the sleep and the sort of i don't know just like when you drained, like I, I, I got in good condition, but like my prep last year, I was in crazy condition. Mm. So you see the difference in how your body reacts. Like when you sort of lean-ish to when you like peel mm. to the bone, there's, yeah. there's a there's a massive difference. Yeah. And I was like, I was feeling good. Like I looked the best I'd ever looked. Like I was veiny everywhere. And I was like, I've never had this in my life. Yeah. I was seeing my legs change. My legs get all cut up. My body get all cut up. I had abs. I was like, what the fuck? Who's this fucking, who's this stud? <laughs> like you, you feel good. Like you feel yeah. wicked. Um, And then I think the last sort of, I want to say probably five weeks of it. That's when everything starts to dial in the last sort of five weeks i have a sort of period of 10 weeks to start a prep where i'm fine if anything i'm amazing food's going in body's changing shape feeling great and then after that 10 week point my body just goes right this is it now you're doing it mm. i start to change day by day week by week when i get to that five week point i'm just like you're just sort of every day is just you, you don't think do you you don't, you don't mm. think you're just you're just doing Sort of autopilot. Yeah, coach yeah. wants this, coach yeah. wants this, done, dusted, yeah. check in, that's it. Send some photos, that's it. I remember going to see my coach and we sat, he was talking and I fell asleep against the wall. Mm. Just went mm. full on, just like snoring away. I was out. Um, you sleep a lot. You sleep a lot. Your body just, just wants to go to sleep. Mm. I was fortunate that I didn't really have to do much at work. Like if you had like a technical job, I imagine it'd be like, like if you were like, I don't know, video editing, if you were doing that whilst peeled to shit, you'd be like, no, yeah. you'd probably, you'd probably die off a bit. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, the first, first show was good. Well, this is the thing. So, so, so rolling back there, the, the main thing you highlighted was sleep. Now, was that more because 
have you been new to it? Was that more because of the job you had? Because obviously I, I knew personal yeah. experience being in the army. I'd imagine you were living on camp. I'd imagine yeah. you were oh, surrounded yeah. by certain individuals, yeah. you know, mainly it was, men. It was tough. Yeah. It, it, people didn't understand it. Yeah. So it was tough. Kind of like... You're the odd one out. Yeah, almost. I was yeah. the odd one out. Everyone was going out and getting pissed, and I was like, yeah. "Can't do that, lads. Can't do yeah. that, lads." I was like, "I was lucky that I was, I was, I was who I was." So I was yeah. like, "I was." People didn't really bother you too much, yeah. but people were like, "Why can't you do this?" I was like, "Cause, cause I can't." Mm -hmm. Like yeah, lads would go out drinking, and I'd go and sit and have a black coffee with them. Mm. Take the dog down, go and sit down the barbican, and just have a coffee or something. But it was like people. When you do your first show, this is goes for anybody. And if you've just competed or if you're thinking of competing, your friends and family will not understand. No, Same problem with you. Your friends and family will not understand until you've done on stage. I can guarantee it. They will be like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm. They won't get it because mm. you, you'll, you'll basically go from being involved and you'll re redact yourself completely. Mm. And everyone will be like, what the fuck's he doing? What do you mean you can't? Have, you can't have that. What do you mean you can't have that? Fruit. Just Did you that? find fruit as well? What do you mean you can't have fruit? Yeah. Mm. No, no, I can't have fruit. You, on you the can't diet. have that. Yeah, but it's, it's just not part of it. Yeah, but it's only it, it's only a cookie. It's only this. Yes, but <laughs> if you, I, I just say to him, you diet down for two months, and I will give you a cookie. I'll give you a pack of cookies, and I guarantee you won't be able to stop eating them. That that mm. ravenous, yeah, it is yeah. is something that only like deep into prep you will experience. Like if you've ever gone hyperglycemic, you've ever had a massive sugar low. That ravenous, that your body's going, give me everything, mm. and you just like you, you can't stop. Like you you can't stop. Like it's, it's mental. Mm. It's like a it's like this animal instinct. Yeah, that and it's like discipline. It's like I don't want it because not because it's gonna mess with my body because like let's be honest a cookie's not going to mess with your body it's not but it'll fuck your mindset mm. yeah it'll it'll almost like take you out of it a bit you become gluttonous yeah yeah so it's not yeah. just like i'm sure you're the same you're prepping i can't have anything in the house because you get that deprived of it you don't you might, see it you can't eat one so you might think oh I'll just have one cookie but it's never one do a pack the whole packet's yeah. gone and then you want more yeah. mm. so, so you just don't have like, it in the house it's yeah. better to it's better to have that five minute word with yourself just mm. saying don't do it don't bother because as soon as you start you won't stop no matter mm. your willpower is gone then mm. so it's better to just go every single day and just being like i've got this i've got this and then it's like you, you sort of when you go to bed and there's nothing in your stomach and it's killing i got a buzz off it in the end because i was like i'm going to wake up tomorrow and there's going to be more cuts there's going to be more lines there's going to be more definition you you, you wrap yourself up dead mm. warm because you get dead vain in the morning when you wake <laughs> up so you're like i i got to it's dead sad this is do you know what that means it's not it's, well, it's, it's like not. I'd, I'd whip the covers off it's like look, your hard work yeah. doing this i'd look and then i'd jump up and i'd look yeah. in the mirror and you just yeah and you're like yeah like, oh, mm. fucking i'm like this has changed this has changed he sent some folks to your coach or whatever but yeah, first prep wasn't too was it? It wasn't too bad. Like it was, it was a massive learning curve. Mm. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't difficult because I had a military mindset. Just like you have this never give up thing in your head. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. But the more I, the, the more I get older, the more I, I take up something. Yeah. The more I, I, I see my, I see myself different to other people, and it's like there's just this switch of, I'm. 
It's not, yeah, never yeah. Give up. It's not even yeah. in your head to give up. It's sort like, of what they find hard. Yeah. It just comes natural. Yeah, you just yeah. do it. I'm like, I'm, yeah. I'm just doing it. Like, it, it is tough. Prep is tough. Yeah. And sometimes you do want to give up. But it's like, I, you just carry on. You just get yeah. up every day, follow your plan, and mm. shit will happen. Like, it's a fact shit will happen. Yeah. And There's th- certain conversations you have with yourself, isn't there? Yeah. Like, literally, like, you you saw me when I did it. Um, the hardest thing I've done, genuinely, in life, like, army, fucking anything, whatever, I don't care. The hardest thing I've done is that five-day fast I did, where I you see me, where, literally, I... I, I don't know what it was. I, I just competed. Didn't eat for five oh, days. mate, didn't eat. I'll, I'll explain it now. So, literally, um, what I did, I come off a competition. Uh, it was when I went for the 400, mm. and uh, the gym was all freezing and stuff yeah. like that. Shout out to Dedicated. Um, and, and basically, what it was, uh, as soon as I finished there, um, I just come back and I had like the most. Oh, it was crazy. It was like the most fullest burger you'll ever have like it was ridiculously like it was huge it, was, it looked like it was on steroids mate basically <laughs> and, and, and i literally remember I'd, I'd sort of seen videos from a guy called i always bring him up mst systems uh he's massive in the strongman world and he basically came out with like sort of a theory like i don't know if someone else has invented it and he's sort of taken it and you know made it his own and all that sort of stuff but he basically said if you want to you know sort of come away from the assistance and all this stuff, you know, lower blood pressure, um, sort of click your fingers and your body will like sort of be massively reset, you know, hit the reset button sort of thing. Just either do like a two day fast and then have a couple of weeks and another two day fast, a couple of weeks, another two days fast. Or if you just want to go for it, just do a five day fast. Mm. Like, and trust me, mate, doing that and the fast consisted of literally nothing but fluids, um, salt, and uh, sort of like, you know, your coffees, water, uh, zero-calorie drinks, literally nothing. You could have nothing. You could have no carbs, uh, no sugars, no fats, no protein, no nothing. You you are pretty much teetotal other than fluid. Um, And, yeah, the first couple of days... Um, I counted it from hours to hours um, and the first couple of days was like still training third day mate gone like literally my head fell off I was cranky as fuck I was like you know you come in and just be like who the fuck's this guy (laughs) oh it's it's your mate but he's your boss and it's like I don't give a fuck mate I want to (laughs) die do you know what I mean and it's just like you know you literally I sort of understand what you've been through because I, I put myself through that but the one thing that I just kept telling myself was I can't be fucking asked to start this again. Literally, I cannot be. I'm not doing this again. So I'm not restarting the timer. So I may as well keep suffering. And the one thing that the one thing that will hit you is when someone comes in with fresh food. Nothing else. I can see food. Don't yeah. care. Not interested. But the moment you smell it, wow! It's just oh, like yeah. like you say. It's that animal. It's, your body it's like you. I want it. And yeah. like it's that crankiness where someone goes, yeah, well, you, you know, you get to a certain point and, you know, and then your body just stops being hungry and I'm like, motherfucker, I'm on like 76th hour. I'm not fucking, <laughs> I'm not, I'm still suffering. You know what I mean? You're saying that while you're eating a fucking grenade bar. Do you know what I mean? Get the fuck away from me. Yeah. But I've, I've definitely, I've been through that. Like, and, and you do genuinely just say to yourself, like, what's the fucking point? What is the point in restarting this timer? It's going to be over eventually. I need to just ride it out. Yeah. And whether I cry about it, whether I bitch about it, whether I, you know, I fucking pray, whatever you're going to do, you're eventually going to hit the end of it. It's never going to go on. 
After, mate, I was next level. Mm. Honestly, mate, I, I felt so Did much Did you suffer fitter. for five days? Though? Yeah, oh, yeah. Didn't get any easier? Um, so, like I say, the first two days, the hardest part is just fucking oh, a bit of a rumble, you know, because obviously yeah. I was used to like seven, eight thousand calories a day, you know what I mean, just churning food. Um, you notice you stop going for number twos pretty much second day because mm-hmm. your body's just like trying yeah. to keep everything. Uh, fat dropped back massively. Uh, I think when I started, it was 152. I came out the other end and I was, I think it was about 20, 24 and a half stone, is that? Mm. 152, something like that, 20, 24 and a half. Uh, and I finished, I was 136. So yeah, I lost the best part of four, uh, 16 kilo in five days. So obviously I wasn't drinking the same amount of water and stuff like that. I was pretty much shredded. I've got pictures as well, pretty much shredded. You know, I had abs pretty much at at like 136 kilo. Do you know what I mean? And I weren't training for it. It's just my body just like... But you felt better after? Like it Oh, so much better. But the hardest thing for me, like you said, it was the reload. Mm. I, I tried to reintroduce food for like three, four days and I didn't feel full again for like a week mm. now if i'd have got a coach maybe i could have done it a bit better but i was doing it off my own back yeah. uh you know keeping protein high slowly introducing carbs again stuff like that but one thing i did get obsessed with is i didn't want to introduce shit carbs i didn't want to start eating bread straight away i didn't want to because i thought if, well if i've done it and i've grafted for this i may as well see what other aspects of it like I can you know where like people do 16 hour uh, fasting and yeah. then they have 8 hours of eating whatever they want mm. and then blah 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 and it's just like it is nice to try out different things but I will say from going from 8000 calories to just a 5 day fast it's probably not the best way to do it but you do find out shit about yourself like literally I think a lot of that is like I said it's to do with that mental toughness oh, not everybody's got that no like mental toughness is to me, is like coming up against some kind of adversity mm. and pushing through it. Mm. Whereas most people will come up against some kind of adversity and they go, too hard not doing that. Too mm. hard. No, I'll just go back. A lot back. of people do that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do that. A lot I of mean, people my, do my, it. It frustrates me because my last prep was like the best I'd ever looked. Like the best I'd ever looked. Last year this was. and But it was the toughest one. Like the toughest prep I'd ever done because I was the leanest I'd ever been. And like, I'd never been in a situation where I was talking and then I ran out of breath. Like imagine just going, uh, like nothing, your brain just goes, nope, you've got no more words to say. <laughs> I remember Joe like, doing that. Like, wow. oh yeah, before his last stop. show, we were having a conversation in the like, I, I, I had like, I didn't have no yeah. body fat, but I had like nothing, yeah. but all over my entire body. Yeah. And then fats are being cut and then carbs are being cut. And it's like, yes, I'm eating four or five times a day, but it's nothing. And because you because you build up and then come down, it's like it's like if I if I ate my four-week diet now, I'd probably be okay. But because you build up and then come down, and obviously obviously you're on peds and you're you're on bits and bobs and stuff, you're like, I just my, I just had nothing. My brain just Yeah. I had nothing. And I was driving, I was teaching. And like I did, like fucking, hell, it's not a secret. I lost my job because because of prep. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. I, I I sacrificed, I cut corners at work, and ended up losing my job because of it. Um, and that's also why I've stopped prepping and stuff. But it's like that that was that was like really really tough. Mm. And ultimately, that was the reason why I didn't end up competing because fucking yeah, it just falls off. Mm. 
and you are grouchy and you push on it. I think we did sort of say, like, talk about is it worth it and stuff. And I think it is is in a, in a way, um, but it it is five months. If you just take just take prep, not any of the other bullshit. You take just yeah. take five months of prep. Some people do more, some people do less. Doesn't matter. Yeah. I do twenty weeks. That's what I do. Yeah. It costs you maybe two three thousand pounds to do a prep. You're getting fuck all at the end, even if you win, regardless of whether you win. You get a trophy and you get a status and whatever. But it's like, it, it, it's a massive sacrifice. You sacrifice your, your family, your friends, your girlfriend, your wife, your kid, whatever, you, whatever you've got. Social life out Social life, got, it's gone. Sex life's like, gone. Like, gone. Like, nothing. You, you don't want to do, do anything. Yeah. And I do know some people that will... That'll, eat clean and they will they will still go out with friends and they'll take the meals and stuff which is fair enough but me personally like when you're getting five six weeks out mm. you ain't doing that no. you're fucked you don't want to do it it's not worth it to you is yeah, it yeah you're yeah. fucked you're just like i just want to sleep i just want to go do mm. do what i need to do go to the gym i want to go to bed i just want to go to bed i just want to sit and fucking cry and just go to bed <laughs> mm. like your body aches your, your joints yeah. ache you literally take a sabbatical from life, don't yeah. you? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get back to you. Yeah, you just have to work, yeah. but I think for me, like, because I've been I've been out of it for twelve months now. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think mm. it was this. I should have competed now, and it's like I've got a very different set of eyes on prep mm. personally. Mm. Now, me and Paul have had many conversations, and I don't. I, I'm not ruling out doing it again, but also I'm seeing like. I was like, wow, like I was a different guy. Mm. You, you're just in like this whirlwind of arrogance and vainness. Like you are, I was, you, but you're obsessed mm. with it. Yeah, yeah, you're, yeah, sort, yeah. you're sort of wise to yeah. what, you're sort of wise to what your output will be yeah. now, whether it be physically or mentally. Yeah. And and you're like sat there weighing like, it all up I saying, know. is it worth it yeah. or not? Like I know I, what I'm going to take gonna on. Do that. Yeah, is it worth it or not? You're like, yeah because as soon as you enter that world it's like but then that shows that you've grown as a person yeah. through competing oh yeah it's, because it's, it's put you in places that you know mm. most people will never go to i think always a balance for that day yeah. you're a balance <laughs> for six months yeah because you're doing that yeah, yeah. and you're putting your body through that and it's you know unless you've actually been through it then you won't get what someone's mm. saying will they and probably not even the first prep like your first prep it might be tough, don't yeah. get me wrong. It might be tough depending on who you are as a person. Mm. But chances are you're probably not going to get that lean mm. because it does, take, it does take muscle maturity and it does take time. Just like, I don't know what your bench is, but I'm sure your fucking bench is more than it yeah, was. Yeah, let's not talk ago. about yeah. it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what your, your deadlift is, but I'm sure you... you you don't just fucking deadlift 400. Yeah, you don't walk into a gym. Same with bodybuilding, like... <clears throat> leanness and the, the the striations and all this sort of shit it comes with maturity it comes yeah. with time yeah it comes with doing prep after prep after prep and building yourself up like if i put a photo of my first comp to my my last sort of prep it, it's a different person mm. it's a totally different person it's an older person it's a more mature person so if you on probably your second prep you're going to get lean you're going to push more you're going to be like fucking hell like this is this is tough but i would i think i would encourage everyone to do it like hand on heart, hand on heart, I would probably encourage mm. everyone to do it, whether that's mm. a strongman comp mm. or a, a bodybuilding comp, because it's a fucking massive sense of pride. Like I, I used to always now, every time you go before you go on stage and when I come off, I'm always like dead teary because it's it's like the pride and the 
it's like a fulfillment. Do you know what I mean? Like whether you win or lose, it's like, mm. fuck me, I did, I did that. Like I did this shit. And you just feel good about yourself. Mm. Whether you carry on with it, it don't, it don't really matter, but do it once. See what you're made of. That's 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 my opinion. Yeah, do it once. I agree. Yeah, yeah, cool. So what what do you think uh, is the most important part of of your sort of journey from start to finish for you? First? I think it's just like I'm in a very different from place than than I am now. So I think fitness is always gonna be a part of my life because I want it to be. So like I've gone through the phase where I used weight training and martial arts to for a health reason. I've gone through a phase where I needed to be as big and strong as I possibly could. And I was about I got to about 17 and a half stone and I was strong and I needed to have to look like that but I wasn't very fit I've gone through the whole process of stepping on stage where you look incredible but again I wasn't fit like I was very unhealthy it's a very unhealthy way to live your life whereas now I kind of have found a nice happy mm. kind of middle ground mm. so I stay relatively lean pretty much all year round I try and stay Eight to, eight to ten weeks out from say doing like a photo shoot because if I want to go on holiday I want to look really good on holiday yeah, yeah. and the be sort of best way to do that but like I, I did a photo shoot a few months ago and I dedicate 16 weeks to that and I made sacrificing stuff and those photos I got were really good and then I've kind of just maintained but I've been able to stay relatively lean and in shape and healthy and I've been able to go out for meals and we've gone out for food and I've gone and done stuff and I've had a relatively normal life. Treats on a Friday night, one or two treats a week, but then boom, straight back on. And I find that routine, eating the same foods all the time, very easy for my lifestyle. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of at the point now where I'm, it's all about looking good and being healthy and being able to do the things I love to do, like going to the gym, playing basketball, this for as long as I possibly can. I don't want to be a bodybuilder. I don't want to be a mass monster. I don't want to be 17 stone again because I used to get out of breath walking the dogs sort of things. I couldn't, over these shoelaces. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be that. I've been there, done that, you know, got the pictures and the t-shirt to prove it. Whereas now it's about longevity for me, being able to do the things I love, for as long as I possibly possibly can. And that's what I've kind of taken from my journey, the the journey I've been through in my fitness has led me to the point I am now. And I'm the happiest, the healthiest, and the most um body confident I've ever been, you know, in my entire life. And I'm I'm really happy where I am. So what would you say, mate, would probably be the the biggest factor that got you through prep? I always just visualise winning. I didn't win. I always just visualise just getting on the stage mm. every day, every week, thinking, "What's my next checking going to look like? Yeah. What what what's going to look like for me? It was the like the first, the first, I don't know, five six weeks, maybe even longer. Nothing really happens. Not mm. for me. This is m me anyway. So maybe you might change. Yeah, yeah, of course, course. For me, I don't know. For, for me, that like ten weeks. Fuck, yeah. Nothing happens really. And then all of a sudden, everyone, everyone around me just goes, fucking hell, he's on prep. Because my body just changes. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, something just clicks. 
and you, you're training. Like when I'm when I'm in shape, I do I train in a vest. I don't train in a vest because I want people to look at me. I train in a vest because I want to look at myself. Mm -hmm. Because seeing my muscles work and seeing the veins and everything, it just fucking drives you. It forward. just drives me to push harder. It, when you when you, if you're doing like I don't know lateral raises, and you get into that 10, 11, 12 rep, and you're like, oh, they're popping now. It just gives me that buzz to just go more and go more. Or you're on legs and you see your legs popping and the veins come in. Like like that was always a goal for me. That was like yeah. a milestone for me. I'm like, I'm on prep. Okay, as soon as my legs go veiny, I know that shit's changing. I know that something's happening mm. because I, you've got little milestones. Like I think I'm five preps now and you you just know when the little milestones are being hit. And it's like in your head, just having that, like you just, I don't know. For me, it was like, it was the mirror. I was like, I didn't care about the weight. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like seeing that person change and just be like, that's why I do it. That's why you've just got to eat the food, do the training, do the work. Um, and just, just keep going through it because mm. it is easy. Like it, it easy in the sense of all you have to do is follow the plan. Mm, yeah. There's no thinking. Yeah, it's very methodical. Follow methodical yeah. routine. Follow the plan. Yes, yeah. it's tough. Yeah. Because you, it's like starvation. Mm. But just yeah. What about mm. you? Um, I think my biggest factor to get me through anything was always keeping that goal in mind. Why, why did you start? Um, and I think, to be honest, mate, there's there's quite a lot of things, you know, that you draw it, um, inspiration from, you draw motivation from. Now, you know, people might see me and think, oh, he's up his own arse or whatever, you know. It's it's one M and it comes with it. Yeah, it just comes with the fucking character, doesn't it? <laughs> Big ginger cunt. Yeah, <laughs> but... Um, Funnily enough, I take inspiration from other people and I'm not even talking, you know, your pros and stuff like that. I, I take inspiration from people that look normal or potentially people at my level or below me, um, whether that be they're putting hard work in, whether that be that they've just hit a PB or stuff like that. I might not tell them. I might just like the video or something like that, but I'm watching and I'm like, holy shit, do you know what I mean? Do you ever like... I take inspiration from that. Look at... Do you ever know like who you're competing against in shows, in competitions? Um, so, not to sound sort of, you know, it's not at that level, but, you know, you know the circuit. Mm. You sort of, you know, as long as you've sort of got your nose here, there and everywhere, you sort of know who's done what, who's going to be where. If they don't turn up, then so be it. But, you know, the, the sort of the level that I'm at now, although I've not competed in sort of six months, um you know, I'm I'm at that level of England's. I'm at that level of Britain. You know, I, I can I can be there, and I know all the names that are there. Ninety percent of them I've competed against, or they haven't come the same route as me. It's that simple. Um, the only ones that I wouldn't have competed against are the guys that are like at world strongest man now. Yeah. Other than that, if you've sort of hit that level in the last two or three years, I've competed against you, or you've gone a different route. Yeah. If you've gone the same route as me, I've definitely competed against you. Um, you know, so. I look at them sort of lads and, and like I've said many times before, if you can do it, I know I can do it. It's that simple. Mm. And, and probably do it better. As a, as it's a, just having a good run. Yeah, to, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because the biggest thing in this sport will always be injuries. They'll put you out. Always be injuries. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of guys that, that sort of, I've got on social that I watch their shit and I'm like, fucking hell, man, that's good. I'm so glad you're doing that. As with yours, it's like, it's numbers, in it? 
I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I, I look at it and I, I don't yes. look at weight. I look at reps because strongman's becoming a very, very uh, rep oriented sport now. It's, well, who gives a fuck if you can deadlift 400 kilo? Yeah. How many fucking times can you? Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's okay. the alpha. Do you know what I mean? Well, I can deadlift 450. Yeah, but how many times can you deadlift 400? I can do 10. Well, I can only do four. Well, shut the fuck up then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like where you get on bodybuilding stage and it's like, oh, trying to push people out of the way. It's mm. no different than that. Yeah. There's nothing more testosterone filled than a room full of strong men where you're all looking at each other and you're like, I'm better than you. No, I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm better than you. But no one's trying yeah. to, it's, it's the weirdest fucking experience ever because the first strongman comp I ever went to, like a big one, was no one qualifiers. And I was looking in there, there some big dudes there. To look at after, if you watch it, I'll probably put the picture up with Mijo Tate. I was actually either the biggest or one of the biggest yeah. there. But to look at them at eye level, they were miles bigger than me, yeah. stronger than me, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing here, man? These guys are going to punch my head in. And then after, I'm just like, <laughs> these guys are all fucking pussies. Do you know what I mean? It's, just, it's crazy. It's a fucking, it's a whirlwind, man. But um, yeah, it's definitely, I'd, I'd say I draw inspiration from that. Um, I definitely take motivation from like, my little girl, my little girl constantly. Telling me that I'm the the man, I love that shit. I'm the king. I love that shit. I think it's sick. <laughs> so yeah, she's amazing. Um, and just just having people, good people around you. You know, you know, I've got I've got my guys around me, the gym bros. I've got fucking Mijo Tate. He's always massaging me, aren't you? <laughs> guy. Um, so yeah, it's it's it all helps, you know. Yeah. But I think the, the main thing for me, the factor is in my mindset is why did I start? Why did I start? And when I stop, if I look in the mirror and I ain't achieved what I feel I need to achieve, I'm a pussy. Um, and no one else can call me that. Only I can call myself that and mean it. And if I say that to myself, then do you know what I mean? It's just like, bro, you're a bitch. Do you know what I mean? So don't start something if you ain't going to finish it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So that's how I see it anyway. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 how I that's how I see the mindset. Like, you know, everyone's got their own little things that keep them motivated and disciplined and whatever else, but you know, it does come to the point where it is just methodical. Uh, and then just achieve what you need to achieve, however you see fit. Mm. So, I, I don't think not everybody's gonna be able to compete, and that doesn't mean that you're any less than someone that can mm. some people can do it some people can't at the end of the day everyone's got their own yeah. personal goals their own personal levels of achievements um, their own things that they want to achieve you know some people might just want to get in shape to go on holiday and if you step into the gym and that's what you want to do to get yourself in shape so you feel good when you go on holiday so you look good on your pictures then and you achieve that then you know well done you've, you've been and done that you've had the the mental toughness to be able to take on a challenge set yourself a goal mm. and and go forward so yeah i think we'll uh we'll wrap it up there yeah man wrap it up they need to josh like comment and subscribe jim bros podcast out